Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, here for a Sunday More Than Mom episode with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah, you rocked that opening, by the way. Thanks. It's only been six years. Um, (laughs) It is Sunday, so we are doing a More Than Mom. And as always, these are fun and fluffy and totally not about parenting. So what are we talking about today, Megan? Today we are talking about the states of our wardrobes. Um, We talk about a lot of fluffy stuff on these More Than Mom episodes, but we realized we had not done a deep dive into like what we're putting on our bodies for a couple of years, three years, actually. 2018 was the last time. Can I just say as a sidebar, we're having a really hard time, everyone remembering what we've talked about. It's getting exponentially worse. I mean, (laughs) like you, we have access to the search bar on the momhour.com. And that is often how we find out, like, when was the last time we talked about potty training or teenagers or whatever. But, you know, then we'll have these memories, these fuzzy memories surface. And one of us will say to the other, like, yeah, but didn't we just talk about that? I think I live in constant fear that we're going to show up on the mic and have an hour long discussion and people are going to be like, guys, you just talked about this like six well, months I ago. Was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it'd be a great topic. We should talk about moms and sleep. And I went into this long conversation about it, like how great a topic that would be. And like, what do we like to sleep on? And do we like to nap or not? And then you're like, yeah, dummy, we already did that. Like exactly <laughs> that. It's been a while. Okay. Well, and <laughs> didn't some, take my fish oil. Sometimes it's the opposite, which is we think we remember something that we've just talked about, but yet we can't find it in the archives. So it was like a fever dream. Like we, we must yeah. have mentioned it off the show. Anyway, we have not talked fashion in this fluffy way in a while. Although you had a fun interview that we should link to um, with Daisy from Mindful Closet, that that was like the yes. last time. And that was very different than what we're going to do today. Yeah. And I'll talk about that in a little bit because one of the strategies that she and I kind of talked through on that episode was this idea of, now that we can't really go shopping the way we used to, doing a lot of shopping um, online and just treating your bedroom like a dressing room. Mm. And I did that and had um, I had kind of mixed results. I, I found that getting rid of stuff, like using her technique to get rid of things was great. I got rid of a lot of stuff. My closet is way streamlined, but adding stuff has proven to be hard mm. because of the way people are shopping now. And I ended up returning a lot more than I wanted to. And honestly, the returns for, for most of the stores that I shopped at turned out to be a big pain. So if yeah. I were to do that again, I think I'd be a lot more careful about where I shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of anticipated some of these bigger stores would just have easier returns. And it's not like any one of them is really difficult, but when you're shopping from five different places and one of them returns via UPS, one of them is USPS. Yeah. Um, they all have these like return stickers that look vaguely the same. Like I just wasn't really organized enough to do it that way. And it was sort of vaguely around the holiday. I want to say it was like in November. Right. Maybe. Um, and so I was already getting other packages coming into my house and it was just a little bit of a mess here. For a yeah. Bit. That's, that's a okay. mental load for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. So I think one of the questions I kind of wanted to pose because last time we talked about this on the show was 2018. Obviously, our lifestyles are very different um, in 2021 than they were then. But Sarah, and I can go first on this or you can, like, I just want to know how does February 2021 look differently from February 2020 in the way that you're shopping and or wearing clothes? Yeah. Okay. You go first. Okay. Well, um, just real quick, like I used to work in a co-working space or at least go to the coffee shop a couple times a week. So on those days, I would have to be dressed all the way. But on the days that I was home, I wasn't doing like video calls and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So meetings were typically on the phone or I was just waiting for the days I was out and about to meet people in real life. So my day-to-day dress, I just felt like I had more control over it. And now it's this weird amalgam of like having to have my hair at least half done and some like mascara on and at least dress from like the waist up in case, just in case like <laughs> something happens and I have to get um, on the on the camera. And I would say the days we record are the are like the um, the days I truly feel like I get a break because I'm not putting any meetings on those days. So I just know that that's going to be like whatever days. Right. Um, so it's this weird like I feel like I have to most of the time be kind of on, but not all the way on, which is weird. And then I used to go out a lot, like a lot more than I do now. But now when I go out, it's such a special occasion that I really want to dress up nice. Like I want to like make a thing of it. And I found that like, you know, even when I used to go out, it was still pretty casual. Like I I wasn't, I didn't have dresses that I would pull out to go um, out on a date in or something like that. And then I guess the shopping thing, you know, after this experience doing a lot of shopping online, and I'll talk a little bit more about some of the brands and things that I tried out um, a little bit later in the episode, but I've really kind of made peace with the fact that there's just for the, you know, for the near future, there's just going to be this category of shopping that I'm just going to do on Amazon. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And I kind of subsidize that or make up for that by having some stuff that I always really want to buy locally or really high quality or from brands I love and trust. But most of the time, that's not going to be like, I don't know, the shirt I'm going to wear or something like that. I'm not buying clothes locally. Um, and I'm not really that brand loyal either. So if it's like, I just want to address for a special occasion or something and I can get it for $35 on Amazon. And, and then if I want to return it, it's super easy. I'm kind of just leaning in that direction more mm-hmm. and more and trying to just be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? Well, it's so funny because we both worked from home before the pandemic and we talk all the time and we are in some ways, our lives are similar when we're on zoom calls. A lot of the times we're together, you have more right irons in the work fire. So I think you have more Zoom meetings than I do. But I actually feel the opposite in a couple of ways. One is I think a year ago I was more where every day I was at least I at least look presentable every day. <laughs> and I feel like in 2021 it's the two no extremes. No one to present you. Well, it's it's two <laughs> extremes. I either do a right. full hair and makeup and look super cute and I that's fun for me if I have a Zoom call or if I'm going somewhere. But the the other extreme is like way schlumpier than I used to be. So I almost feel like the opposite in that way. But just a couple other comments. I used to spend a lot more time around other moms. I was still very much in like the school volunteering phase. You all listeners remember that I had a pretty um, involved role at the school library. I basically was our elementary school librarian. And so I was in the library physically reading to kids and interfacing with teachers and um, almost like almost like an unofficial like staff member in a way, a couple of days a week. Um, and that was a very different wardrobe. It was like kind of a tailored mom look, like jeans and a sweater. And I never ever have a need for that kind of outfit anymore. So my needs are, you know, exercise and work from home comfies, and then just whatever a slightly dressier version of that for at home work Zoom calls are. So it feels it feels very different than it used to. Um, another thing I, I, I'm sure we're going to talk about pants, but like, I definitely used to be either workout pants or jeans. Those were like my two options and there wasn't really anything in the middle. And now I live in that middle space. It's called joggers. We will talk more about (laughs) them. Um, but it was like before it was like a workout tight, almost like a, like a workout legging or jeans. Those were the two things you would find on the bottom. And that's definitely not the way it is now. I, I have like a whole category of comfy pants that we'll dig into later that wasn't even a part of my life. 
Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'll just talk about shopping as we move through. I, You know, I shopped online a lot before and I still do. I miss my Nordstrom rack. That's where I used to go in Orange County. It's such a fun browsing experience if you don't. If, if you if you don't need something, it's actually stressful if you're looking for something in particular. But if you just want to browse, get good deals, great shoes. And we don't have a Nordstrom rack here. We don't even have a Nordstrom anymore. Like um, our, our local like mall economy is hurting pretty bad. And there's lots of boutiques here and stuff. But, yeah, I have not I have not cracked the new shopping local code. And I, I definitely miss just popping into a Nordstrom rack for fun. That feels like a million years ago. I have not done anything like that in so long. It's it's just weird to even think about it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mentioned what I'm like not wearing as much of or like how I have this kind of weird in between. Um, but one of the things that, first of all, living in a, as I do in a four season environment, um, climate, it it's really hard to say how I dress because it really depends. So like in sure. the summer, I would say I dress very similarly to how I would dress any summer, which would be like, you know, shorts and tank tops or like a lot of, um, sundresses. Winter is very different. Like in the winter, I tend to, well, first of all, you want to be warm. Mm -hmm. So I'm also trying to stay more active. I'm doing a lot of yoga. So I'm trying to like, we're calling it this bizletic look. It's not exactly (laughs) athleisure because it's not like you coined this. You need to claim this term now. I did. It's bizletic. So it's not athleisure. Athleisure (laughs) is like what you wear on a Saturday when you might work out or you might just sit around drinking coffee with your hair in a messy bun. So that's athleisure. <laughs> Bizletic is I want to look presentable for a call, but at any minute I might decide to drop and do 10 push-ups. right? That's a very different way of dressing. Um, you have to have sweat management. It, like it's, it's a whole totally, and you have to look good. You can't yeah. look sloppy when right. you might be on a professional call. So it's a very different look and I've been toying with it and we can, and we can dig more into that, um, later in the episode, but I am wearing a sport bra and some kind of tank with like real business lady clothes on top of it almost all the time. <laughs> and, um, and I've also just, but then again, like the swinging in the other direction with it, wanting like really dressy stuff. Like I feel the need to go out and do date night if for real. If I'm going to do, if I'm going to go out once a month, I want to look good when I go out. Well, and you have a special man friend. That's also a difference. Like a year ago, you didn't have that in your life. So there is a... I was just schlubby all the time. (laughs) Well, you've got somebody on your arm. That's different for date. Right. (laughs) I love it. Who's on whose arm? I don't know. I don't know. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor Meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor Meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah, and for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle. Whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. 
Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Okay, Sarah, so before we dive into like all the different categories of clothes, I mentioned a little bit about what I'm wearing right now. Um, And I think you talked more about what you're not wearing. (laughs) So like, go into more specifics. You're not dressing up as much to impress. Right. What are you wearing? Well, a lot of comfortable fabrics. Can I just make a confession right here? Um, I'm not wearing pants right now as we record this because, yes, that is true. Um, I'm and com- you're not even at home. You're at your parents' house. <laughs> I just want to point that out. In an upstairs bedroom. <laughs> um, but I I have a like a half of the blanket bedding over me. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. like if someone walked in the room, I am appropriately covered. But Sarah, what if there was a fire? <laughs> well, my pants are at the ready. I would jump into them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. But here's why. I swear I am becoming more sensory sensitive the older I get. And it's maybe the pandemic has exacerbated this, but I cannot handle things digging into me either in the waist area or anywhere else. And I had this pair of joggers and I will talk more about joggers, but they were cutting into like the ankle area, um, like above my ankle. And it was like making me feel like it was just distracting. Do you, I don't, do you get yeah. like that where there's like one sensory thing happening with your clothes? And I, I was like, I can't record like this. It's going to bother me the whole time. So I took my pants off. I did look in this guest bedroom to see if there were any pants because they would be probably mine or my <laughs> sister's from when we've stayed in this room. But no. Okay. So that's no embarrassing. No, no spare pants. Well, that's not. Okay. So for me, um, it would be more likely to be like my waist or my tummy where it yeah. would dig. And so I have a drawer full of jeans. But I would say in the past year, I have only ever rotated through the same two pair. Mm. Over and over and over. And I will not wear them on days that I'm going to be sitting working. Right. Just won't do it. I'll wear them out to eat or like if I'm going to be, I don't know, I'm trying to look presentable. I'll put the jeans on, but I would not sit because I work in bed a lot. It would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I'm wearing leggings. Yes, exactly. Leggings, leggings. So, yeah, yeah, my general look is usually some kind of comfy pant, like a jogger type pant and like a T-shirt or a tank top with a sweatshirt over. I'm going to go with like sporty, casual, cute, um, and definitely okay. soft fabrics, like good, um, bisletic athleisure fabrics and okay. a cute pair of sneakers. We'll get more into that, but that's my, that's my aspirational look right now is like sporty mom, casual, cute. That feels very California to me. Yeah. So I think, I think so. it's appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start from the top down for now. So let's actually start with shirts. I'll go first on this. Like what are the tops that are kind of our go-to uniform? And for me, there are two um, for that whole, like, I'm trying to trick you into thinking I'm on business when I'm actually just ready to work surprise! out for surprise. <laughs> it's Dolman sleeve tops with the loose, like the loose vote yes. necks. I have three of them and I would say it is my bisletic wear hero because I can, if you wear it like over a sport bra with some kind of like a workout tank, um, I also bought some athletic tanks that look a little less like athletic tanks. Mm-hmm. They look more like um like a shell almost. Yep. They pair really well. They look great because they kind of peek out. Mm-hmm. But you otherwise, other than seeing the peak, you can't see what's going on underneath right. it, right? Um, and those look really good under cardigans too. So I'm a little bit boring on top. That's kind of me, even after I did my big closet and um, dresser sort of purge back in late 2020, I did not fill back up with a bunch of tops. I'm just yeah. kind of sticking with what I got. But you? Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I also love the dolman sleeve. Most of my dolman tops are three-quarter sleeve, and I find that difficult to layer in the winter. It is jacket weather here in California, and my house is kind of cold. So sometimes it's a great style for me if I'm not going to put anything else on top of that. But if I'm chilly, I feel like it. the, the sleeves are like there's too much fabric or something to put on another jacket layer. Um, so I don't want to go too much into our individual climates because I know we do that too much, <laughs> but I'm just laughing because there is such a difference between, and I've been in your house freezing my butt off, yeah. so I get it, but I'm in my house right now. It is 12 degrees outside uh-huh. and I'm sitting in my dolman three quarter sleeve top and I'm perfectly comfortable. Yeah. But if I was in your house on a 40 degree day, I'd be freezing yeah. and I don't get it. I know. I don't understand. We're just not it's weird. We don't know how to heat our, our, our windows and doors. It's just not the same. Like there's air that yeah. comes through. 
And I, my house is built in the 70s and the windows, I think, are original. So there are parts of my house that just never get warm in the winter, even though, yeah, it's 55 or 60 outside, but it's also 60 inside. And we don't run the heat a lot. I know we could do this forever. OK, yeah, um, I would say I also am not super interesting in the tops department, except that I just did a stitch fix and they I like really took a million of their quizzes because I wanted them to be really clear about what my lifestyle needs were. And they did a really good job with some long sleeve tops that kind of cross over like they they would work for your bisletic because they're they are the material of like a sweatshirt, like a light sweatshirt, which is something I love. I love sweatshirt weather. And it's like once I have a sweatshirt on, I almost don't ever have to take it off. But one of them is a floral print. So it almost looks like it's more interesting than a sweatshirt. And one of them has like a cute neckline. So they really nailed it in terms of like Sarah needs to feel like she's wearing a sweatshirt but possibly look slightly cuter. So yeah. And then I have a lot of layering tanks, a lot of shells, like you said. Um, I have a couple long layering tanks from Jane that I love that I can link to. So there's often a a tank layer, but it's not athletic like yours. It's just because I kind of like that look and feel of like a, a slim fitting tank underneath. One thing I did the one time I went to Target in the past, I don't know, it was right around Christmas. I went there right before Christmas. There's a Target like an hour away. That's a nice one. And I went there to buy, I don't know, stocking stuffers or something. And I ended up picking myself up four or five tank tops that are not athletic tank tops. But I have found that I've gotten a little less precious about what I will consider sleepwear. Yes tank top athletic wear, unless I'm going to be doing like a hardcore running workout or something, I can do yoga in a yeah. tank top. I can sleep in the same tank top. I mean, I'd wash it first, but you right. know what I mean? Like I, it, it doesn't have to be so we get these ideas that only certain clothes can be used for certain purposes. And that's kind of limiting and silly. I am exactly the same way though. So I'm really, I'm really glad you said that. Like I have my sleeping tank tops and I, and it would never occur to me to do a yoga video in one of them, even though they'd actually be really perfect for that. It's just so funny. Right. Well, and then you just have too many clothes because then you're trying to solve for like every possible situation you could wind up in. And and most, and most of the time, the stuff that you would wear, this athletic wear, isn't going to be as cute. It's not going to look put together. So why not just wear a tank top that's not athletic wear and then work out in it. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, <laughs> I think we just tend to, I think we also tend to be a little overly, um, I don't know, inflated in the mind about what our, our workouts consist 100%. of. hundred percent. I barely, I go on long walks. Like I right. barely break a sweat, but right. you're right. There are leggings I would never wear to go on a long walk because I need my Workout leggings. Your workout and, leggings. And I always wear a sports bra. I think about that sometimes. Right. It's like, there, first of all, I'm an A. Second of all, there's no like, I'm not running. There's no bouncing. But yet I <laughs> need to wear a sports bra and like spandex to go on my walks. Right. It's just, it, well, we've been sold. Like we've been kind of sold on this yes. idea. And if you think back to like, what did like ladies in the prairie days, like if they went out and sweated in the field, they were probably wearing the same dress they would wear for housework. Yep. You know, like they didn't have like athletic wear to go. Oh Again, it's the kind of thing where I am willing to invest in the right fabrics for the right purposes. Like if it's, I really want to get a couple of good pair of hiking pants because it is kind of annoying to go sweat on like a 15 mile hike and then have like athletic pants stuck to your body. And the, and hiking pants are really made to be very, um, loose fitting and to wick, you know, sweat and then to dry really fast. And then I see the value good pockets. They have good pockets. So I see the value. Now, if it's something like me going for a walk and then coming home and working for an hour and then maybe doing yoga. I could literally wear the same outfit all day. I really don't have to shower in between. Like I'm okay. I'm not working that hard. So, um, okay. All right. So moving on to bottoms and I'll go first on this one, I guess. Um, I just live in leggings Mm -hmm. and I said, I already told you I have one pair of jeans for fancy times. I did want to mention that I have a pair, um, of pleather pants and a pair of dress pant yoga pants. I'm putting that in quotes okay. from Beta Brand. Oh, I've never which heard of that. I get so Beta Brand is one of those that comes up in my like Facebook and Instagram ads all the time, like all the time. And I was very intrigued because they show they'll show a lady like wearing heels and wearing these like cute looking workout pants, hmm. and then she can bend all the way down. There's no gapping. Blah blah blah. So I got them. And here's the deal. They are extremely comfortable and they're really cute and really nice, but I would never do yoga in them. Right. Like I'm not going to do yoga in pleather pants. Right. So I think the whole yoga pant thing is maybe a little bit of a marketing right. ploy. 
but I am very happy with the quality of them. They just feel dressy to me. Like I really would, if I was working in a corporate environment, I would wear them there. I would wear them out to dinner. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even wear them to sit around and work in the daytime right. because why would I? So they feel dressy, dressy to you. Okay. Yes. They feel dressy. To me. We'll need to yeah. What about you? Out. Well, all right. So let's talk about joggers. Uh, the jogger <laughs> silhouette has been in for a little while. Now, I have talked in multiple episodes about, they're still my favorite, a pair of Lululemon joggers. Um, I like a jogger look, because, and I will link those up. I've talked about them before. I also like that Lulu has the different inseams because I have really short legs, and they have really great pockets. And I will wear those on a walk, but then continue throughout my day. And I feel like it looks a little less like just tights, like workout tights. So, um, but I have expanded my search for joggers and here's something very embarrassing or possibly a great tip. You choose, you choose listeners. Oh boy. Okay. okay. I thought you meant me. I get to choose. Well, you could choose, choose if this is embarrassing or a great tip. Okay. Okay. Target is great. And I really have gotten very used to shopping Target online, which in the olden days I would have only gone in store, but I, I actually try to do Target over Amazon for certain categories, including, including like fast clothing like this. So I discovered that the Cat and Jack line and a couple of other kids lines go up to XXL size 18. And I discovered this like a couple years ago when I bought some leggings for Allegra and they she didn't want to wear them and I wore them and I was like, hmm, and they were $6. But now I actively search. I just, I, Target has such great search. So I just narrow my search, narrow my search till I'm looking at basically clearance children's pants and in my size and they're so inexpensive and I will link to one pair of joggers in particular and I will also tell you that if you go to the XXL which they call a size 18 um it's actually more like a women's medium so I'm like in a pant I'm like a two to four but I like my leisure wear to fit a little loose so maybe I'd get a six and these joggers that I got in the XXL, I probably should just have an XL, which is their like girls 14 to 16. So you do not have to be a teeny, teeny, tiny human to rock this. I would say they go up to like a 6'8 in women's, um, depending on the style. And same with the leggings. So I have bought Cat and Jack leggings for myself. Um, and then these joggers are so soft. They're more pajama-y. So like, it's like I have joggers that look more workout-y and joggers that work, look more pajama-y. But again, this is like my pandemic wardrobe. I'm not wearing the jeans. I'm not putting on hard pants. So just have an assortment of joggers, including children's XXL. I think that's brilliant. It also doesn't hurt that you're shorter. I am short. Like, I think for me, it would be hard to pull off. Um, But I agree. Like, my kids wore, you know, size children, 16, 18, the boys, until they were like 16 and 18 years old. By the time they were 16 and 18, they were taller than me. Right. Maybe, Maybe they... They might have grown out of him by like 14, 15, but still like Owen is still in a children's size. He's almost as tall as me. Um, and he's still like a size or two below like the topping out size. Right. right? So I can totally see it. Um, and what are you? Five, five. I'm five, four and a half with short five, four and a half. legs. So my leg okay. inseam is more like a five, two person. And so for someone like me, I'd probably want to only do that if I was going to wear it intentionally at like a seven eighths length yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a look. Yeah, I like that look. Totally actually. Look. If it's if it's not too tight in the um, calf, that would be cute. Yeah, and these particular joggers that I'll link to are that they're really soft material. They're basically pajama pants. I mean, who am I kidding? But they look a little more structured, and they have pockets. It's great. So I just had to laugh when you said the thing about joggers because I saw something come up on my Facebook today. Um, it was some satire article that said something like, they're not sweatpants, they're joggers. <laughs> and it was this whole diatribe about how this person's not wearing sweats. Oh, I mean, I'm are. definitely wearing sweats. I'm, I'm not trying to fool anyone. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it because also if you think about like the evolution of sweats during just our life's mm-hmm. time, you know, like like um, when I was a young teen, people still wore the sweats with like the... Um, they didn't even have a cuff. They just had like an elastic at the yep, bottom. I remember those. And then remember when they kind of gravi- like gravitated toward like no cuff at all? They were uh-huh. just like cut off at the bottom. Yep. And I guess joggers are sort of like somewhere in the middle. Or like, And remember, so when I went to college in 98, there was a lot of track pants going on, which is not mm-hmm. the same as sweats. But I remember no, but thinking, that loose legged look. Yeah. Like the Adidas track pants and some of them yep. snapped up the side. I actually quite enjoyed. Th- Again, I have always been a fan of soft pants that I can get away with wearing out in the world. And cause I was yeah. a dancer, I was often layering something like that over tights. So it was yeah. like, it just needed to be 
I don't want too much structure and I need it to be comfortable. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that look with the stripes down the sides Mm -hmm. and then the slide on. I think they were also Adidas, those rubber shoes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the the, the shower shoes? Nubby bottoms. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Well, in my when I was in high school, we just wore those just as our regular shoes. It was like a very soccer player look. Mm -hmm. I remember the girls soccer team started that look. And And I think it was more Midwestern or East Coast because I remember getting to college, not really having had a lot of that look and being like, oh, I can, I like this. I'm, I'm going to yeah, jump on this bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And you're getting a little massage on your feet every time you walk because there's little <laughs> nubs in the bottom of the shoes. All right, Sarah. Well, I messed up the order on this last one. So um, we're going to talk about dresses and I can go first or you can go first. I'm going to go first because I literally never wear dresses right now. Okay. Unless it's like a pool cover up in the summer or at a conference, which feels like it's never going to happen again. My conference wardrobe, by the way, was really getting pretty great there before the pandemic. Um, I did get a really pretty long dress about a little over a year ago from Stitch Fix that I wore on my 40th birthday exactly a year ago. Um, and it's really pretty and soft. And um, that is it. I have nothing else to say. I don't gravitate toward dresses unless we are at a business lady event. So you've seen me in dresses more than probably my husband. <laughs> wow. Okay. I love dresses. Um, however, I go through phases where I wear a lot of dresses and phases where I don't wear a lot of dresses. And I have this like dilemma because in my mind, I have a very clear idea of what I want. But then when, unless that particular style or silhouette is in style everywhere, I can't find it. Um, so for a while, like in the early 2000s, there was just a, like a period of time where everybody, like all the fast fashion, Express, Banana Republic, Target, everybody had dresses I loved. And then I feel like that they just went away. And now they're all those like little House on the Prairie style dresses. They look awful, right? <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, when I did my big, purge, my closet purge that Daisy helped me do back in, I think it was November. I finally let go of a lot of the dresses I've been hanging on to that no longer fit me mm-hmm. are not in style, but I hung on to them because at one point of my life, they represented like the perfect dress. Yeah. And it was really hard to let it go. So I finally was like, I'm never going to wear these again. I got rid of them. And then I was like, so now what, how do I replace them? I did a bunch of online shopping. I did not find anything I liked. And I have to tell you the answer is Amazon. Okay. Here's why you can search for literally anything and you will find it and you'll find it cheap. So, (laughs) um, in the past, like five, you know, Amazon orders or whatever I got eight. Well, and here's the, here's like the downside. You could, there's like a lot of misses as well. Right. Right. So I ordered this really cute, you know, sweater dress that is neither sweater nor dress. It is a tunic. It's barely a tunic. Like it does not cover my junk at all. I put it, I was laughing so hard. It is a really cute top. Yeah. But like, I almost feel weird wearing it with leggings. It's so short in the front. Um, I got like a wrap dress at Christmas time that I thought if, you know, something magical happened and there was a Christmas event to go to there. Oh no, I did. I wore, it was a wrap, like a black wrap dress. And when Clara and I kind of redid our um, nutcracker experience at mm-hmm. the local hotel, I wore it for half an hour for photos. Nice. So I did wear it. I got a really sexy sweater dress. It's got like a, like, like a big, like cross. I'm trying to even think of how to describe this dress. It's like the bottom. It's the perfect style for me. Like the bottom is very fitted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the waist, it's like a wrap front with like a, like the, the sleeves kind of come down and they're not dolman sleeves, but almost like mm-hmm. they're big and slouchy. And then it shows like a lot of collarbone. Mm-hmm. Love it. That was maybe like $27 or something. Um, I got a ruched t-shirt dress. So more fitted, which yeah, is the best cute. look for me. Very, very cute. I haven't worn that one yet. Cause really, where am I going to go? But I have it in my closet at the ready. Mm-hmm. And then I have to tell you this story and this is going to take a few minutes, but it's so funny. So I ordered this other like ruched shirt dress and it came and it was fine. Like it was just a little tight and I was doing a lot of returns anyway. And so I initiated a return on Amazon and, <laughs> um, got an email back from someone who identified themselves as Eva. Very, very solicitous asking what's wrong. Please tell me, how can I help you? And I wrote back and I said, you know, it just doesn't really fit. Like it wasn't like a big deal. And I, it was, it was less than $30, but I I was returning stuff anyway. And was just like, okay. So I just said, oh, you know, it just didn't fit. I thought I'd return it um, for a different size or, you know, or, or whatever. Like, I don't know. Why are you asking me questions? (laughs) So then I get this response and I have to do like a dramatic reading because this is so funny to me. 
Dear Megan, good evening. Thank you for your kindly reply. I am terribly sorry to receive your return request. Really sorry oh. to hear that the item cannot meet your expectation. I understand you're feeling very well. So sorry for the inconvenience. Oh, my. Please kindly accept my sincerest apology. Oh, my. Dear, please don't worry. <laughs> I'm, very, <laughs> I'm very willing to be responsible for it. But firstly, may I try asking you if a partial refund is possible and you still keep the item? How about refund you 50%? Is it okay, dear? Could you please think about my suggestion and tell me your thoughts? Some customers told me it's very inconvenient for them because the procedure for returning goods in the United States is complicated and will take a lot of time. So anyway, she goes on and on and on. Oh then my. this item is very popular. Maybe many customers like it. Maybe you can send it to your families or friends as gift. I bet they will like it. <laughs> and oh then gosh. the last line is, oh my of course, if you don't agree in all caps with that or have any other ideas, all caps. Please contact me immediately, all caps. I will do my best to satisfy you. And I wrote back and I was like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> like, so I got 15 bucks and I kept the dress because obviously oh my it's probably some kind of um, customs thing. Yeah. Like maybe it would cost them more to, to take right. it back. Right. But I'm just laughing because this is one of those emails that could have been like, like a line. Right. Like, hey, would you just take a partial refund and keep it? I'd be like, yeah, okay. That is the funniest but thing. It was. I also just like this so like, dramatic tripping of other people really <gasps> seem to like this. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. What's wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. My sister had a experience. I'll just make this quick where she tried to return a swimsuit. Same kind of thing. And the email she got back, she said it was like really subtly kind of insulting. Like, don't you need a swimsuit? Oh my How God. do you think you're going to get through the summer without a swimsuit? Will you she's be like, naked? <laughs> well, she's like, I have another one. But <laughs> anyway. OK, so that was my experience. Oh my um trying to return to Amazon, but most of the time it's totally fine. And I've really scored with Amazon dresses. And I just think it's so easy to look at it and see that it's like the right shape or look for me. And then a lot of people put really detailed reviews yeah. where they'll take pictures of themselves. And I know other companies do that too. And I'm not like, I'm not, I don't feel great about shopping Amazon all the time. It's not that it's just like, sometimes I just want to get something and have it show up at my house and and like it. And then if I don't not have a lot of fuss to return it. Right. And and sometimes you just do what you got to do. Totally. A hundred percent. There you are. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> well, let's move on to outerwear. OK. Um, and you go first on this one. I don't have a lot to say, but okay. well, I, I have things to say. Uh, my All outerwear right. situation is good right now because turns out in a pandemic, you still need the layers. So it's not like I can't fall down on the job. It's a little cooler here, about five or six degrees cooler in the same weather patterns as where we were before. Um, so we moved this summer. So I have a red puffy vest and we've talked about this on the show before because you've said that yes. vests are so like you like the idea of them, but there's almost no Michigan day where it's a vest very short. Works. Yes. And actually in my coastal California, vests are often perfect. So if it's cold, I would wear like a hoodie and then a vest over. If it's not that cold, I'd wear one of my long sleeve workout tops and a vest over. So I have a red puffy vest from J crew that I, I can't get rid of it. It's really been like five or five years at least. And it's just so versatile. I love, it's like a bright, bright red color that I love. It has gold buttons and gold zipper. It's super cute. Um, so I still rock that quite a bit, but this year I added, um, a J crew, I would say lightweight quilted jacket, um, that is in kind of a dark olive green. I put a picture in our outline for you. Um, really cute layering piece. And then I have a full winter parka that I got on clearance from Lucky a couple of seasons ago. So I definitely have all the right outerwear. It is California, so we don't have to wear them all that often. But what that means is I usually, you know, I spend a little bit of good money and then I just keep my outerwear for many, many years. So I feel like I'm good in the vest, the light jacket and the heavy jacket department. The other product I wanted to mention is actually more indoor jacket but our good friend christine co posted about this sweater blazer from the j crew mm. factory store and she talked about how like again like you're a bizletic she can throw it on over a t-shirt with like some cute earrings and look really profesh and and christine is like the most profesh person like she yes. runs five businesses she lives in new england she's just very she polished always looks pulled she together. always yeah. looks okay and i was like i'm gonna get the Christine Co. sweater blazer, and it's going to be so grown up because I feel like a blazer on me has just never worked. I have very narrow shoulders. It always looks like I'm like a kid, grow like trying on somebody's like suit jacket. 
So anyway, I got this sweater blazer. It is really warm. And again, I think she was talking about being cold in her house. I was like, well, that's perfect for me. I just have never worn it. And the reason is I'm not pulled together enough with the rest of my layers. I'm wearing like a <laughs> Do you ratty feel like, tank a, top. like a fraud in yeah, it or something? Like it wouldn't make sense. Like this is Sarah aspiring to be. But Christine. you sent me a picture of you in it and I thought it was really cute. I and I, I wore it. On, I couldn't tell what was under it. So yeah, I think I wore it on one and you and I had like a big meeting. So I busted yes. it out. So maybe that's what it'll be. It'll be like my yeah. lucky jacket for when we have yeah. like big girl Zoom meetings. Boss lady, boss lady <laughs> jacket. Yeah, you don't need to wear it every day. I thought it was very cute. It looks it, really good on you. It is yeah. very cute and it does fit. So I'll link that up. I just, I just thought it was funny that I was, it was very aspirational of me. Well, and these days, I mean, blazers are real specific. And and these days, it almost feels in our line of work a little try hard to show up in a true blazer. Right. right. And that's like, why this one's like yeah. sweatery kind of. Right. Exactly. I like the idea. Maybe yeah. I need one myself. Yeah. Um, I actually did purchase a blazer uh, from a store like a like a rich lady store that was going out of business. <laughs> and I got it for 75 percent off. But it's a little big and it looks stupid on me. Yeah. So see, you cannot have a big yeah, blazer. No. They almost have to be like. One percent too small to look yes. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, that's still hanging in the closet, waiting for me to do something about <laughs> it. Um, okay, so my jacket. So, so similar to you, like I will go kind of through a rush where I buy a lot of outerwear and then I don't buy any. So, I bought um, two parkas like two years ago. I think one is just like a puffy Columbia coat with like a fur-lined hood, and the other one is a slightly less thick and heavy orange parka that I love for like days that it's not like totally freezing or I'm not outside very long. And then I'm like, I'm good. But then this year I went like on one of my, you know, three shopping excursions I've had in the last year, I went to a Wilson's leather. Now, did you know Wilson's leather still existed? Uh, no, I feel like I remember them from my Chicago days. Maybe they were very much a big Midwestern mall thing. And now I think okay. they're exclusively in outlet malls. And they also used to only be real leather. They're pretty small. I want to say all the brands they used to carry were their own brand. I could be wrong about that. Okay. But I remember like saving up $250 to get myself like a real Wilson's leather coat when I was um, going to college. Jenna and I both got one before we went to college. I thought we were so cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, now it's very different. It's like a lot of different stuff. And I bought two really inexpensive faux leather jackets and they call it vegan leather now. Okay. So I just tell everyone I'm wearing vegan leather when nice. I walk around. Um, one is like red, like shiny red with like a cable knit sweater hood oh, and like a um, sweater liner. And it's shaped like a bomber style, like yes, a very fitted. I can totally um, picture this. Yes, it is adorable. And the other one's like tan, um, very much the same color as I believe that's your J. Crew. You put a link or a picture of a coat in here. It's like the same color as that quilted one, uh -huh. but not quilted okay. and very streamlined. And I will just say that they really elevate almost anything I wear them with. So yeah. like I've just added those into the rotation. And here's where I'm just going to briefly talk about being a Michigan person in the winter. I think if you didn't live in the Midwest and the upper Midwest specifically, you might be surprised how little most people actually wear our super heavy coats. Right. It's like we really, our parka season is short for most people or very specific. We wear it when we go sledding. Right. Because if or, you're going to be outside. Yeah. Right. Right. But like, the same jacket that I wore in October will still be getting wear in February and April. Like we will make it work. Either what we're wearing under it sure. is, is more, we just put more scarves and hats and mittens on, or we just stay outside le for less time. But like, it's pretty amazing that we can make like these lighter jackets work almost the whole cold season, except for special occasions. I, I think guess. that makes a lot of sense, especially if you're not going to be outdoors for a prolonged amount of time. Like you're not walking right. people. I mean, in my Chicago days, like people were walking, you know, a few blocks from the subway and like we were taking a lot of public transportation or walking around a college campus like that is a lot longer outside than like small town life where you pretty much go from heated house to heated car and you're True. driving a lot of places. So I think that totally makes sense. Um, but those parkas, even even when you're walking, you get hot, like you start yeah. to overheat. And then so it's like you almost have to have like that in-between layer. Yeah. Level and lots coat, of, lots you know? of the accessories. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it's yep. funny because my jackets and yours are probably don't look that different for California. Yep. Like we, we need jackets two thirds to three quarters of the year, at least part of the day. The difference is we don't need all of the other stuff. We don't need hats, right. scarves, and gloves. We don't need probably the layers underneath and we shed our jackets, you know, by noon on a lot of days. So it, yeah, you and I could probably have a lot of the same type of outerwear. It's what 
It's what we do with them. It's how we wear right. them that would be different. How we use them. Yeah. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, we're back. And I think, are we going to the bottom of our, to the, to the bottom to work our way up? Are we <laughs> yes. doing shoes? There was like really absolutely no logic behind this, um, behind this outline, but yes, I love to the it. bottom. I love it. Okay. You want me to talk about shoes briefly? Yeah, do it. I mean, this is a pandemic. I have already bored you all with my discussion of slippers. I think in our small comforts episodes, I alternate between my J. Crew, like faux fur lined moccasins and the Kurgis that were a sponsor of ours a couple of years ago. And I just wear whichever one is closest because I kick them off constantly. I also leave the house in them, which is like really sad. It goes along with like sad joggers. I just <laughs> the only two places I go are my parents house or to pick kids up from school but the school pickups, I don't get out of my car. So I'm so used to wearing my slippers out in the world that then the one time I do decide to like go to the store or a coffee shop or something, I definitely have accidentally worn both of those slippers out in the world. I mean, so they can double. I, who cares? It's like Santa Barbara's the most casual. It's 2021. Who cares? Yeah. Yes. Um, but the one pair of shoes I did want to mention, especially as we get closer to spring, is I am obsessed with these slip on sneakers from our sponsor, Vionic. I mean, this this part of me talking about is not sponsored at all. They just sent us some shoes to try. Um, they're called the Malibu Slip-Ons, and they're that slip-on style. I have never been able to successfully wear, I'm going to call it the Vans style. That's what I think of as like, yeah. you know, that kind of slip-on. They always pinch my toes or something doesn't work or they rub on my heels or they or they slip off. They don't like stay put. So these are so cute. I put a picture so you can see them, Megan. They're like a they're blush so pink. Cute. And I yeah. kid you not, Every other style like this has been unwearably uncomfortable. And these aren't just like, they're not just passable. They're legit comfortable. So that I'm like such a huge fan of those. Um, And I don't know why. I guess they're cushiony on the bottom, but I think they must be a little wider across the bridge, like across the widest part of my toes. Um, And they are great. So I, I think I will be wearing those all the time in the spring. They just are super springy looking and cute, like blush pink color. So I love them. Well, 
I have to say, again, this is not a sponsored comment, but Vionic <laughs> completely changed my boot game. I have three or four like really cute, warm, weatherproof or waterproof, stylish, comfy boots to choose from right now. And right now, you know, if I'm going someplace where people are going to see my feet, I'm wearing one of those pair of boots most of the time. Um, I did get like an over the knee pair of boots on Amazon again, just because I wanted something <laughs> kind of like cheap and kind of real cute, you know, yeah. not like, like dressy cute. Um, and not like my Vionics are dressy cute. It's just that none of them come up high enough if it's really snowy out. Right. They're like more ankle boots. So I wanted something that came really up high and was more of like a, hey, I'm going out on the town. Mm-hmm. But isn't this so funny that I'm obsessed with like going out on the town clothes and I don't go out on the town? It's because you it's do like not I'm like vicarious. to be limited, though. You like right. to be ready for anything. And, yes, and you like assume, I could go out on yes, the town and you assume, anytime. It's like really important. <laughs> I think it's like part of your core personality that you need to keep options open, especially options for for fun. Like, it, yeah, you don't like right. to close that door. So I think yes. the close is just yep. a, it's just a manifestation of that. I think it makes sense. Well, thank you. That's very generous of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I still wear my crappy knockoff Uggs. They're not even real Uggs that I got at TJ Maxx. I still wear my slippers a lot, but it's going to be summer. Well, spring at some point soon and then summer. Mm-hmm. And I'll be going on long walks and gardening and just kind of, I don't know, like during the summer, I will often just leave my door open um, and be walking in and out with like an open, I don't even bother with the screen. I'm just like walking in and out. And so at that point I will definitely have slip on shoes. I can just kick on and off. And I think it's really interesting that you've had such a hard time with slip ons because that is one of the styles of shoes I've had great luck with throughout my life. Like even the cheap ones. And I think it must be a narrow foot. Thing. Yeah. You have, have a, a really have narrow a long, foot. narrow foot. And I, I don't have a super yeah. wide foot, but I have a medium to wide foot for sure. Yeah. And they just, they work. So I can have like a cheapo pair, but now I'm really cu- curious about the Vionics. Those oh are really cute. They're so comfortable. Um, the other category of boot that I will start wearing a lot of in like March and April is a good hiking boot. And I will talk more about this in future episodes, but I just got a new part-time job doing marketing for our local outdoors outfitter. Mm. And I get a substantial discount. Ooh. And so this is going to be dangerous because they have some really cute hiking boots and just like all these now hybrids and crossovers, yeah. like these shoes that are like meant for four different things. You can wear them to run or hike or run the kids to you know school. Right. So I, um, I have a feeling that I might end up with some more stuff in my closet that wasn't exactly what I thought I'd be looking for. Like oops, <laughs> oopsie doodle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let y'all know when that happens. All right. Let's talk about underwears. Okay. Um, and I'll go first on this one because I don't, this has been like a really neglected category for me. Um, I still love my Harper Wild bra. Two years. Mm-hmm, at three, least. Yeah. Two years after we got it. I still wear that 40 to 50% of the time. Me too. Mostly the base one. That's the not very padded one. We also each got a push up. I hardly ever wear that one. Not there's, because I don't like it. I just, there's no place for that in a pandemic. No, right. I don't <laughs> need a padded bra. Um, I also bought a new Victoria's Secret bra about six months ago. It was actually pretty inexpensive for Victoria's Secret. And I also love it. It's just lightly lined, underwire, um, black, very simple. And I have some um, bralettes that I've gotten through um, Soma. I have a really, really comfortable one. True and Co. I think was the other brand Mm -hmm. where I have a lot of like maybe two or three bralettes. I have a really, a couple really comfy, um, comfy light sport bras from Fabletics, like the kinds that they're really for yoga. They're not, there's not enough support for anything else, but the front is a little, um, it's not, is it ruched when it's like gathered, mm-hmm. like a gathered front. Um, but I find one thing that's really interesting about my whole, um, bra game has changed a lot since my twenties and early thirties where I'm a lot less concerned about like like, like placement of padding and Mm -hmm. wires. I used to be really, really particular. And I don't know if it's that my boobs look better or my standards have gone down. (laughs) Let's go with the former. Because I really feel like I used to be really concerned about making sure it was a very specific look in a bra and it had to fit a certain way. And like, I needed it to hold things up in a certain way and like all that. And now I'm just like, I look good. It looks pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. So Um, and then with underwear, I'm just all over the place because I used to buy underwear when I was out buying other things. I'd be like, oh, I'm at Target. I need underwear. There's the five underwear for $25. 
bin. I'm just going to sort through there. And then now they've changed out all the brands. So it's different. So the last time I was at Target, I was totally overwhelmed and couldn't decide what to do. And I, I just don't have underwear buying occasions as much as I used to. Right. Well, I'm going to help solve that in, in one underwear Thanks. category, I think, for you. Okay. And it's an Amazon recommendation. So just add oh, it to your cart. Right. <laughs> um, I also love the base Harper Wild bra. They were a sponsor years ago. They haven't talked to us since. And we are still here singing their praises. I want to get another one. I keep forgetting. Um, cause Me I too. just have, I think I've actually one. put it in my cart several times and yeah, just never bought just it. So, yeah. And I have another also like bought off the internet. One of those brands you get, you know, advertised on Instagram. I can't even remember the brand. I've, I've had it longer than the Harper wild bra. So those are both like, basic- I know it's third. Lo- is it third love? Yes, I think so. Was, didn't you buy Third Love and I went True and Co? Exactly. We get slightly different advertising for the yeah. same category, which yeah. I think is really interesting. It is really interesting. Like, I wonder how they decide I'm a True and Co person and you're a Third Love. I know. And yeah. I can never remember the name Third Love, so thank you. And I, and yeah, you you're did welcome. True and Co. So those two I've had for years. They're like my t-shirt bras. And then I have two sports bras. But I, I am very intrigued by the the lighter support sports bras that you talked about because because all I do is walk or yoga. I feel like mine are too enthusiastic about their job. And what that means is that by noon, I really want to, I really want to switch. I don't like wearing like a full sports bra all day long. It'll bother me after a little while. Whereas I feel like one of those lighter support ones I could wear all day long. So I'm going to put that on my list. Um, and then I have a couple, like, I think we'd call, now call them weekend bras. Like they're not bralettes. They're just super light support um, I think they're better for small busted people. I remember when we talked about these last time, there were people who said, oh, what? yeah. And I have the True & Co one. That's like a cross between a sports bra. And a, yeah. And, a bra and mine are from like that. They're metal. like yeah. mine are like champion brand from Target. Seriously, eight years ago. But I love them. And so so I have two of those two real sports bras and two T-shirt bras. And that's it. It's very boring over here. But I do want to get another Harper Wild and some of those lighter support like yoga sports bras. That's on my list. Um, and then I was going to recommend, I have a pair or, or a, I guess a brand of underwear that I, I love for sleep. These are not, I don't wear them every day. So they're like a hundred percent cotton brief. They're not sexy. They're, but they're also not, I mean, they come in a pack of black, white, and nude. I might just get all black next time, but they are just, they're just, they fit well and they are a hundred percent cotton. They, they wash and hold up really well over time. There's nothing fancy about them. So I will send you that link and I'll put that in the show notes in case you want a very boring brief for <laughs> sleeping. I don't have a lot of other interesting daytime underwear. It's just it's whatever's in the drawer. Well, and I have had the opportunity to get some really pretty underwear over the years. Um, but we remember we worked with Cosa Bella and mm-hmm. they sent us. I like, still love those. Such yeah. pretty underwear. And they're so soft. Oh, they also. I also have a really pretty lace, I guess you would call it a bralette. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I can never really tell the difference between a bralette and a really unstructured bra. Like sometimes right. they kind of seem to kind of cross the line. Um, but they're very, very pretty. And so I have a whole drawer full of stuff like that. It's just when it comes to like the stuff that's like in the day-to-day rotation, I feel like I'm never quite satisfied yeah. with, with what I have. Yeah. And that crosses over into sleepwear. And I will also, that's our next category All is right. pajamas. Um and I have more to say about that, but I'll let you go first because my, sometimes like underwear and pajamas kind of cross over, yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'll be really quick because my favorite way to sleep is like a ribbed tank top and undies and that's it. And so when I'm walking around the house, I throw on a pair of pajama pants or possibly joggers because I've already been wearing them all day. Um, and then I just kind of drop trowel before I get into bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to have, I need drop to have. <laughs> So what you tell your kids? Sorry, mommy's gonna drop trow now. Time like, for you to go. It's only right before I get into bed, and then I'm quickly under the blankets <laughs> in my freezing cold California house. Um, but I need to have the pajama pants and then like a hoodie or a robe at the ready for when I get up. Which brings me to so my actual sleepwear is not interesting. It's just like those cotton undies I was just talking about and a tank top. Um, but I did buy myself a new bathrobe from my favorite local shop here, which is called Riviera Towel, which I've talked about because they have really nice mm. Turkish towels. They also have a few apparel things um, and they have bathrobes and I love this cotton bathrobe. It's like fits all of my criteria for a bathrobe. It has really good pockets. It doesn't loosen itself and like uh, get all drapey and weird. Like I can roll the sleeves up or push the sleeves up while I'm doing dishes and they won't fall down. So sometimes loungy robes just are useless and sometimes really warm robes. It's like too much fabric or it gets too hot. This is really 
a great robe. So I will link to that in the show notes, but otherwise not much to report in the pajama department. Well, I don't know how I missed this, probably because when we were conferencing, we both have better behavior, but um, I did not know we were tank top and undie like twinsies. Oh yeah, sleeping. I knew that somehow. Well, maybe because I made a joke about never wearing pants to bed, but I also <laughs> like, I have lots of pajamas that I love, but they're really more for before bed and exactly. after I get up in the morning. Um, I have several robes that I like for various different reasons. One is more like a glorified hoodie with, with sleeves that push up really nicely and a hood, but it's like long, like a robe and another one that's a little sexier. And like, I have a few that I really like, but most of the time, except on the coldest winter night, I drop trial before I get in bed too. There you go. Sometimes on really, really cold nights, I will get in bed in uh-huh. my pajama pants and then at some point kick them off. Yeah. And they end up wadded up at the end of my bed. I will but do most that of the with a long sleeve off. shirt or a light sweatshirt if I'm just freezing. And I think I'm just going to, it feels so good. And then always I wake up hot in the night. And then it's like yeah. uncomfortable because you're sweaty. And so, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. So, and I do also have, um, again, Amazon. It's It's good for really weird categories. They do make some really, like if you're looking for something a little more special to sleep in, um. You can interpret that however you'd wink, like. Wink, wink, wink. There are really cute things on Amazon. I'm sure they're anywhere. But the thing is that I'm loving, it's just like you have access to so many different um, versions yeah. of the same thing all in one, like all yeah. in one place. And it's just easy to kind of comparison shop and see how other people like it. So I'm sure there's other brands. And I know like... um I've talked for years. I believe it was Soma that I got those really cute pajamas with the lacy back and they have like a little oh, built-in yeah. bra. I still wear those all the time. Um, but I just like, it's not always easy for me to go back to the, even some of the tried and true places where I've loved pajamas in the past. I don't always necessarily find pajamas I love going forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but that, but that's been you know, luck, lucky for me. Lucky, lucky Amazon. Lucky, lucky you. All right. Well, let's talk about jewelry and accessories. Let's just put those together. Okay. Um, and I'll go first on this one because I don't have a lot to say. Like I'm in a rut. Yeah. I'm in a rut when it comes to jewelry. The only new jewelry I've bought in the last probably year was when I happened to be at Kohl's while doing Amazon returns because that's where I return Amazon stuff. Okay. And they always give you a 25% off coupon that you can spend that day. Wow. So then as I'm leaving the return area, I'm walking past the jewelry and a couple times I've just grabbed a pair of earrings. Like that's as much as I've done. And I used to buy um, a lot of impulse earrings. Mm-hmm. I would also buy a lot of impulse scarves. But mm-hmm. I And I used to have a great scarf game. But where do I see scarves anymore? Yeah. Like I just don't, you know, I, I've never been a fashion hat person. I did buy a couple of really cute beanies this year, uh, TJ Maxx, because it's cold and why not? But like I just, I feel like accessories and scarves are weak, weak, weak for yes. me right now. Help me. No, I can't. I am the same. Oh, I am totally the same. Yeah. I mean, I, for in, a, in our outline under accessories, I was basically like, why? Like what <laughs> COVID has killed the desire to accessorize. It feels like accessories and I especially like cute hats and scarves and big earrings and statement jewelry. Like it, to me, that is like what I do when I'm going to do something out of the ordinary or see someone new or go to an event, none of which is happening. Yeah. So I have a pair of studs that I got from Jane that I put a picture in our outline because I thought you might think they're cute too, um, that I wear every day and they're really cute. Um, I don't like to go earringless. So that's the one jewelry I put on every day and I don't like to sleep in earrings. So I, I put earrings in and take them out every single day. Sometimes I will put on a light necklace, but again, why? I mean, and then, yeah. and then I just don't do any accessories. I wore one of my cute hats. I love hats and I love wearing hats, but I wore one of my hats on my birthday and we like went out for like one hour and walked an outdoor antique mall type of place. And there you go. That was the only time in the last year. So I just feel like it will come back the desire to accessorize. But to me, it's so inextricably tied to things like events and conferences and fun dinners and parties. And it's like, I'm not there yet. So I do wear, I have a couple different pair of studs that I rotate through and I do wear those like pretty much every day, but I also have really, now that my hair is longer, I really like to have a dangly earring if, if I want it to be like today's a special day because you can't even see the studs anymore. Right. So, um, I will, I do have earrings that I'll grab and put on if I feel like I want the person on the zoom call (laughs) to really get the impression that I'm stylish. 
I've really put some thought and effort into getting dressed today. Uh, but, you know, I really haven't. I just put earrings and maybe some lipstick on. Oh, I love it. And then I guess I didn't even put this in the outline, but masks. Like, I, one thing I have really fallen down on the job is really making my masks like a part of my style. Because I bought a whole bunch when I first started wearing them. I've lost most of those. Then I replaced them with ones I don't like as much. And I feel like I just look dumb in them. And I, I really would like to find a cuter mask option. So that's something to keep in Have you tried for. Old Navy's? No, but I had some from Banana Republic and Gap that I think were probably the same. Yeah, so Old They're, Navy. They, and I love the shape. They were perfect. Yeah, the Old Navy ones, um, are they, they work really well. And they have so many patterns. Like when you go search on their site, there are so many for kids too. So it's what my two younger kids wear to school. Actually, no, all three kids. Um, but Allegra wears the adult size. So we all wear old Navy masks and I've been, the, the patterns are so cute. So we needed a mask like update recently and I ordered a bunch more and the kids got like patterns of things they love and they just have so many fabrics. So that would be a place to start. And the other place that I, or the other place thing that I had good luck with was, um, the black surgical masks, like the disposable ones, but they have, they make them in black and they really look like fabric. I I think they were great because they look cute. Like they look, they don't look like they're made of like a uh, paper, which is mm-hmm. what they are. They look like they're fabric, but the shape is good and they're breathable and you can throw them out. So I've had good luck with those. And black, it just kind of goes with everything. Goes with everything. Who, who didn't thought we'd be who having knew? this conversation? <laughs> I oh know. Gosh. In uh, February, 2020, we probably did not. Right. Oh, so, my goodness. Mm. Okay. Well, this was really fun. Um, and I, I really feel like I need an update in a lot of these areas. So this will hopefully inspire me always everyone check the show notes and our Facebook group and our Instagram. We'll try to share as many links and visuals from what we talked about. Cause these fashion episodes require a visual companion. I think they sure do. So hopefully you all saw that we dropped a very special episode on Friday, just two days ago. It's the first in our two part series on solo parenting which if you've been following along, we kind of teased that we were doing something like this because we needed a lot of help from our community. Uh, The interview that dropped on Friday is uh, interviews with four moms who identify as solo parents through different circumstances. They're such great stories. And then we're going to be telling even more stories on this kind of central landing page for the site, which is at themomhour.com slash solo. And that's easy to remember. And that's also the place where this second episode, you can find that easily when it drops this coming Friday. So it's been really fun. And I, I just want everybody to listen. Yeah, it's been really great. Thank you so much for everyone to, who uh, participated. And I think people are really going to like this one. Yeah. All right, everyone. So we will be back with you on Tuesday with another brand new episode. And we will talk to you then. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. The Mom Hour is brought to you by The Essential Calendar. Sarah, this is our favorite calendar for busy moms because its beautiful and simple design shows around three months at a time. Yeah, and with summer fast approaching, now is a great time to get the essential calendar and see what I've been raving about all these years. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash the mom hour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash the mom hour.